Welcome to the Dasco, Reverend Randy Impact's anointed teaching ministry. This message is selected from the vast teaching archives of Reverend Randy Impact. As you listen, may you be blessed and imparted with divine wisdom. And now, today's teaching. When you are in the family of Jesus, one of the things that will prove that is Jesus really you are dealing with is sendability. He will send you. He will send you to start a cell. He will send you. If you are in a church, you are not starting a cell. Jesus is thinking that. And it's a dangerous thing. He will send you to start what? A cell. He will send you to go and win. So when Jesus was leaving, Matthew 28, 18 to 20, he sent the people. He was leaving. What was the word he used? Go. <laughs> go ye. Send it. Jesus is a sender. So you can't tell me that you've known Jesus for 10 years. He hasn't sent you. Which Jesus is that? When you meet Jesus, he will do what? He will send you. <laughs> he will send you. He, not, he doesn't send one so. He, look at how he sent Paul. He sent him to Macedonia. Sent him to Ephesus. That means he trusts him. Hallelujah. And that's how come Jesus is going to send you also. Amen. Yeah, he will send you. Even the donkey, donkey, even donkey, when Jesus met the donkey, he sent the donkey to Jerusalem. Yes. He sent him. Jesus wanted to go to Jerusalem. The donkey didn't want to go to Jerusalem, but because they have met, there must be a sending. <laughs> so, it's the proof that Jesus trusts us. He loves us. He sees something in us. What a blessing to be sent. Jesus sent me from Spinkters to Konkonu. What a blessing. And when I came to Konkonu, he gave me 24 acres of land. Wow. And I was living on, it's not even one plot. Oh. A state house. Like half plot. Yeah, like half plot. He's a sender. Say, Jesus, send me. It's a beautiful thing to be sent. Hallelujah. And Jesus sends people through people. Someone is waiting, actually sleeping. Jesus will walk into his dream. My son, wake up. Then he wake up. He said, have you seen this area? I've sent you as an apostolic, entrepreneurial, designer of the alacrity, <laughs> dispensation, prophetic, anointed ambassador. No, he's not going to do that. Jesus sends you through who? Men. He's a sender. He sends you through men. It was the prayer of the apostles. While they were praying, the Bible said that he did what? He told them, separate unto me, Paul and Barnabas. It wasn't the Holy Ghost spoke to the apostles. And they sent the people out. He sent me Jesus. Say, send me Jesus. So, in order for churches to be planted, Jesus must send us. If Jesus doesn't send us, we become a disappointment to the Christian faith. Many of us, if the Lord doesn't send us, we will not bring any value to the kingdom of God. That's why Jesus, because his mission is to plant churches, he said what? I will build my church. He's not going to do it alone. He's going to partner us to build the church. He said this over 2,000 years ago. 
We are building the churches because of the word he said. But to build the churches is going to send men. Men of metal. Men of wisdom. Men of capacity. He's going to send us out. Women. Who fear the Lord. Who love the Lord. Who say send me I will go. While he's saying in the heavens. Who shall I send? Who is going to help me build the church? Who is going to help me plant the church? Who is going to help me organize cell meetings? Lead cell meetings? You know, one day Jesus said to Peter, he said, do you love me? Peter thought that love is just about the food he was eating. Blessing is getting, miracles is getting. Jesus said, no, 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 no. If you love me, feed my, my lambs. So anytime you are leading a cell, anytime you are winning souls, anytime you are planting churches, you are demonstrating your love for Jesus. Anyone that's afraid to go doesn't really love Jesus. They are sending you where you are becoming angry. Which son does that? They are sending you. You say, oh, they don't like me. There was somebody I sent from Kitase to Lodge. Kitase, I sent a person from Kitase. He was a pastor under training. And I said, leave Kitase and go and do a new work at Lodge. He said, the pastor doesn't like me. He ran away. Now, let me run you through this. Why do we need new churches? People say that well, there are many churches around. It's not true. There are many beer bars than churches. Go through town and count them. More drinking spots than churches. Why do we need to plan new churches? Go to Prusso. Prusso, there's not even one church there. So we need to understand that for the church to be relevant, it has to start planting new churches. Number one, new churches focus on outreach and fulfill the Great Commission easily. New churches focus on outreach and fulfill the Great Commission easily. That's Matthew 28, 18 to 20. Now, the word new means that they need to do more work to survive. True or true? So what it means is that once you are identified as a new church, you will do what? You win souls. All churches are comfortable. And they don't see the need to bring new people in. All churches form cliques. Oh, that's my clique. That's my clique. Rich men group. Businessmen group. Fluent ladies club. Even as you are joining the church, they are not happy. Do you understand? There are some churches, they are not open to new members. When you enter, they will kick you out. Because you don't belong here. Because that church is a, a certain status church. But new churches cannot violate the Great Commission. Because if you're a new church, serving people, <laughs> you have to grow. So then the Great Commission becomes part of your work. So every new church, you see them on the go. That means new churches obey the Great Commission faster. That's why we need to start new churches. Number two, it is easier to plant a new church than to maintain an old one. It is easier to plant a new church than to maintain an old one. When a church is about 10 years old, 15 years old, 20 years old, 
depending on their practices. Old people, they can't do new things. They are used to a certain way of doing things for a long time. So, when you have an old church, you say, okay, instead of planting new churches, why don't you revive the old churches? It won't work. The old people, most, most old churches, most of them are 40 years, 50 years. They are thinking about how the church will give them a nice burial and how the church will do wedding for their kids. So, they are not concerned about new members. So, if you leave an old church like that, you see that the church, old churches die. Do you know that churches die? Give a church 1,000 years. If the church does not plan new churches, it will become extinct. Why? Everybody in the church will die. Those who don't die will relocate. That's it. Churches die. Because churches are living organisms. So, if you want the church to outlive you, you have to what? plant new churches. There was a research in the US. It says it takes 50 members to reach one unchurched person for Christ per year when the church is 50 years old. That means that 50 year old churches 50 members win one soul in one year. So winning is done by 50 people. One soul, one year. He says when the church is 10 years, 7 members will reach one new person. If the church is one year, Three members will reach one person per year. And you can see it here. You see that when people are going on evangelism, they go like in three, they go and meet one person. Because it's a new church, you take churches like Alpha, churches like Campus Ministry, you see one person bringing ten people to church. But you go to our Orthodox churches, nobody is bringing anybody to church. Do you get it? So if God is supposed to depend on old churches, the, church, the churches will become extinct. That's why young men should have a desire to build churches. Number three, new churches help to replace dying churches. New churches help to replace dying churches. Whatever it is, the church will die. If you give a church, I'm saying like a hundred years, that church will not. If you leave this church here, we don't do evangelism. hundred years, you will come and meet the church. It will short, short. So people will be dying. People will be traveling. People will be marrying. People will be doing. You see that the church has finished. A church can finish. Amen. A church. And when you go to Europe, it's so bad. In Europe, they actually send pastors to round up the church. There's nobody in the church. Only five people in the church. They are going to die in the next three years. So they send a pastor to go and manage them and close down the church. And they sell churches to companies. Until you plan new ones, old churches will die. Number four. New churches are needed to reach a growing population and new areas. There's always new areas coming up. Like Konkonu, for example, it was not like this. Now, new people are migrating here. When you go to places like Springfield, there's no church. It's a large community of human beings. Should all of them go to hell? No. So if you are saying that our church is okay, what you are failing to understand is that every day people are building houses. They are developing new communities. If you go to Ofuanse, it's a whole new community. You go to places like Prusso, Pukrom, and all of that. So where there's new development, there must be new churches to replace the old ones. Every growing population needs a church. Number five, new churches revitalize existing churches. I like this. New churches revitalize what? Existing churches. For example, our church is five years. Alpha Temple is two years. Now, what's the difference? 
you know, there's a certain energy. New churches revitalize the old church. If your church is, this branch is old, that branch is old, that branch is old. The whole church is sad. And there are many orthodox churches like that. It's like when you move from this branch to that branch, it's, the pastor himself is, is so sad. So the new people cannot connect. Churches are pews. They don't have chairs like this. They don't use projector. But these people, these new generation people, they don't, they don't. New churches have a certain vibe. Like for example, when alpha people come here, you see that they are reviving this church. Do you see? Yes. If this church stays like, you see, when you come here on a Sunday, you see the old women, you see, you see ah, this church, we, 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 I was saying, we need some nice, nice, when the campus people come, they, they revive the church. You know, at Missions Temple, they were doing drama. They were, you see that the church is be having some life. So if you are there, you say you won't plan new churches. You won't have new people. You won't have new energy. Your church will become so boring. The new churches bring a certain kind of new people into the ministry. You see? When we went to Ashoman, we are people like new, new people. It's because we planted new church. You see, new people will come. Imagine we are here. We didn't plant church in Abukobi. You won't see Lona. We didn't go to campus. You won't see Lodina. These are the new, they are coming with some new energy. Yes. Yes. New people. You see that that new energy. It brings a certain newness in the church. Number six. New churches are not limited by tradition. New churches, they are not limited by what? Tradition. Paul said, I became all things to all men that I may win some for Christ. So it's, when you enter new churches, you will know this is a new church. This is a new age church. New churches, they dance. New churches, they do drama. New churches, they do choreography. That's what the new generation, they want to. So new churches bring a certain value. They have a way of communicating. They are not limited by tradition. And because it's a new church, let me tell you the secret. Because it's a new church, you have to adjust and adapt to survive. So in new church, you see, you have to do projector, you have to do screens, you have to do all these things. You see, it's a new church. It's not limited by tradition traditionally, this is not how we do church. But new churches, they are not limited. So new churches can go like Easter Friday, we can wear jeans, you know, baseball caps, you know, sneakers. You see, because we are new, you see, we are not limited. Because the new churches don't say, okay, what were they doing? We are doing, we are the new trend. New churches, they are not on TikTok. Uh, old churches are not on TikTok. New churches, if you're a new church pastor, Instagram, you live there. That's your house. You, <laughs> you see, and the members, you see, the members, they are on Instagram. So, so my church will not open new branches. The church will die. It will, nobody will come inside the church. As you sit here, we say, no, let's plan new churches. Because the newer the church, the more vibrant it is. So maybe older people are like 40-year-old, 50-year-old pastors, 60-year-old pastors are beginning to plan. They want to do new, new. Like for example, Bishop Dag is 58 years. He's pastoring a new church. 
Are you here with me? Because if you don't plant new churches, your old church is dying. And you are losing souls. The souls, they are in the new generation. So every church that is going somewhere must focus on new churches. And every church member must decide, how can I reach my generation? Because your generation is different from my generation. All right? Like now, I don't know the school system. I hear you do your exam online and things. Just right now that I finish school, you people are doing uh, exam online. You see, I wish that they allowed us to do uh, exam online because I'll just open the book and be answering the questions. <laughs> By our time, they will set you. You're going to write exams. So. Meanwhile, you don't have anything on you. They will put their hand in your pocket. Back pocket from every pocket. Things are changing fast. If right now, Lodina start a church, do you know the people who go? There's a type of people who like to listen to her. No, that's the truth. They would like to listen to her, but they will not like to listen to her. I'm telling you gospel fact. There's a way she will communicate to some people. They like a certain style of communication. So far as the gospel is inside, they will listen. So as the church is growing, it's losing strength. Many people will be going away from the church. So this church must plant new, new. We must go to GSS and plant the new generation church. SHS, new generation church. Campuses. Say, send me Lord. Now what do you do? You must be the one to go and start the church. <laughs> you say, oh, how can I start the church? But Peter started the church. Peter was a fisherman, never went to school. The Bible calls him what? A grammar toy. That means unwise and foolish. He planted a church. In fact, Jesus was talking to him. He said, Peter, you are the rock. Upon you, I'll build my church. Someone never went to school. Fisherman. You have gone to university. You don't think you can plant a church. When you get to heaven, you see that Peter cannot speak fluent English, but he has planted a church. Praise the Lord. Yeah. I know university people first year second year who have planted churches so you say i'm too young god told jeremiah don't say you are too young you're a prophet to the nations now 17 year olds god was using 17 year olds some of you you must immediately you finish while you are in the universities oh daddy why i'll plant a church here why not i said if you are planted 20 people is a church 20 people is a what it's a church my daughter is planting churches, ministering, doing my. Not you are coming to sit here and just watch my face. No, no. We are planting churches. God bless you for listening to this message. Subscribe to Reverend Randy Impact on YouTube and all other digital platforms to receive more messages that will transform your life. Stay connected and prosper.